welcome to the Entrepreneur Podcast, filled with marketing and leadership tips on launching and growing your business with your host, Deanne Mora. For 26 years, I worked in corporate consulting, helping Fortune 500 companies with customer segmentation, customer treatment strategies for marketing and operations, and how to improve their long-term customer relationships. What I learned is as applicable for the single entrepreneur as it is for the corporation seeking to improve its stock price. I read a great article recently in Forbes magazine on this topic, and the first piece of advice made me laugh, but it really makes a point. Don't try to give birth to an adult, they wrote. Just like people, businesses are born, they figure out what they want to be when they grow up, they change their minds a few times, and eventually they settle into something that works for them as they mature. When nurturing their business baby, the most successful entrepreneurs are slow and careful, observing their surroundings, helping their little one to avoid risk, and ultimately grow. They also provided a piece of advice that I know will resonate with all of you and is certainly the first marketing recommendation I always provide entrepreneurs. Network, network, network. Networking is not asking for a sale. It isn't sending spam. It's always about giving. You can't network with the entire world, so start by selecting a manageable group of strategically placed individuals and find ways to help them. Make introductions without asking for anything in return. Share information or ideas that may be helpful to them. Display an interest in helping their business to grow. By continuing to give without asking, you'll invoke the law of reciprocity and those individuals will be more inclined to think about you when they need something or have the opportunity to refer. Oh, and networking isn't just for finding new clients. It's the perfect way to find strategic alliances to really help your business to take off. Sue Pitts, regional director of Iowa Western Community College, has another great piece of advice. Think like a franchisor. I love this one. Why does someone buy a franchise rather than launch a business from scratch? They value that someone else has built a process and a training system for everything about their business. Someone else has figured out the discipline of getting work done on time and with quality. They've figured out how to manage communications. They value that someone else has built brand recognition that will quick start their way to sales. They value this so much that they'll often spend hundreds of thousands of dollars for the systems, processes, and brand. So your mission as a business owner is to build systems, processes, and a brand. This is arguably the most important investment you can make in your company. And let me add one thing to further emphasize the importance of building your brand. People don't date an online profile, they date a person. Companies don't hire a resume, they hire a person. People don't buy a product, they buy a brand. Take the time to think about the way your firm projects itself online and offline. Are you consistent? Do you express what makes you unique or do you sound like the next guy? What are your brand values? What is your vision and mission statements? In other words, why is your brand here on this earth? All of these factors influence how your client will feel when they purchase and use your service and how enthusiastic they are about referring you to others. Big companies invest in their brand to establish what they're all about. Big companies also recognize the importance of building and maintaining client relationships. So much so that most Fortune 500 companies typically have account management as a function overseen by a senior executive. Back in my corporate days and having done a stint as an account manager for one of the largest accounts in the company I worked for, the account management function was recognized as being so critical, it was one of the most senior roles in the company. Having a client isn't about making the sale. 
It's about forging a relationship that will endure from the sale to the delivery, to the support, to the cross-sell, upsell, and the referral of new clients. The business who is focused on marketing solely as a lead generator for the sales team is completely missing the boat. As Seth Godin quotes in his landmark book, Purple Cow, marketing is far too important to be left to the marketing department. In other words, take a close look at each step of your client-facing process from promotion to sales to delivery to follow-up. Are you being remarkable? Do you deliver a sense of wow? How can you improve your client's experience so they can't wait to refer you to others? Big businesses invest in process optimization because they realize that while they can win the client with promotion, they can just as easily lose them with inattentive service. Big companies also invest in client segmentation strategies. They use what they know about their clients to present relevant offers. Okay, so maybe not the telecom companies who offer those new customer-only specials to current customers. They haven't quite nailed this yet. But successful big companies who've never been protected by regulation carefully mine their client data to learn as much as they can in terms of likes, dislikes, and behavior in order to market to a segment of one, as Peppers and Rogers so aptly wrote in their seminal work, The One-to-One Future. This is the foundation of customer relationship management, or CRM. Today, we're able to use technology to recognize and treat each client like the individuals they truly are. Another key lesson I learned from my Fortune 500 days is that you get what you measure. Small business marketing investment tends to blow with the wind. You hear a great pitch from a sales rep on an SEO service and you drop a few hundred a month without really doing your homework. A local magazine calls you with a last minute crazy offer for ad space and the discount percentage sounds enticing, so you send them a check and try it out. The reality is that marketing is becoming more and more measurable. Before spending a dime on a marketing campaign, first look at how you will measure its success. Will you be able to track hits to your website? Will you track inbound calls? How well do you measure the source and conversion rate of each of your lead channels? Investing in brand recognition is also important though, but make sure you're clear on your expectations and the investment required to drive the results you're looking for. Many small business owners look for immediate results on everything they do. Big business recognizes the value of the long term. For example, how much should you spend to acquire a new client? Do you know? If you think of that client in terms of their first transaction, then your answer may be quite different than if you think of a client in terms of their long-term relationship with your firm. This is the CRM concept of Customer Lifetime Value, or CLV, known to big business since the 90s. How much will that client pay you over multiple deliveries of your service? Are they likely to refer other profitable clients? Begin by taking a look at your past client list and run a report of their total revenue since they first came to you, as well as the revenue they referred. If you're not yet tracking hours by client, you should definitely start. What did it cost you to deliver your service to them? Which marketing channel did they use to find you? How much does that marketing channel cost on an individual client basis? Big business has been applying these strategies for decades, and it's time for small business to get on board. Today, small business has the good fortune of accessing tools and techniques that were previously only affordable to corporations for millions of dollars. And back to my earlier point on networking, let me leave you with a quote from Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos. Life's too short to hang out with people who aren't resourceful. I couldn't agree more. 